This podcast is being brought to you by Capital Gains, LLC, where we make publishing a reality. Now back to a conversation with returning citizens. Welcome to Returning Citizen Association. My name is Ricky Gaines. Thank you, everyone, for coming to uh, share your Saturday or your Sunday with us. My days are all off because I'm just getting back from a, a vacation. I'm still a little bit jet lagged. But uh, you guys are heavy on my heart and heavy on my mind. Um, I told you guys about today. I told you told you guys all about January 8th where we got this bonus uh, bonus session about finance. And we got a special guest here. Uh, his name is Mr. Perkins, Arnold Perkins. And I'll let him introduce himself. Uh, very powerful brother. Uh, we're here in, in, uh, in the city of Oakland. Uh, where he's done so much work. Um, yeah, so I just let him introduce himself. Um, boom. So again, we are Returning Citizens Association. Our mission is to increase the economic, political, and social capital of returning citizens in the United States. Huge goal. We we uh, like to think uh, globally, but act locally. So again, like I say, like we start off in one community, and we're hoping to spread all this positive energy in every community that have... Uh, Returning citizens. Um, our goal is to reduce the recidivism rate. That means we don't want people going back to prison, especially the people like us who've been to prison, right? So, by one way that we have control over reducing that recidivism rate is we say, for those of us who have returned, never go back, right? Now, a little bit about myself, uh, why we're here, Returning Citizens Association. Um, I I had a 29-year-to-life sentence um, when I was 18. I um, was doing all these bad things, and I caught myself in trouble. Um, I spent, you know, 24 years exactly uh, in prison on that sentence. Uh, while I was inside prison, I made this, uh, what we call this transition or this transformation. Um, I utilized every positive resource that was available to me, and it got me to this place, you know, um, while I was incarcerated, I started writing, so I started a publishing company. Um, I published a couple books while I was in prison, and I was just, you know, reaching for something else to do. Um, I'm a case manager by day. I've been a case manager maybe, a, uh, um, I've been working maybe about four years. So uh, this is just something else. And then all of a sudden, here, here comes Returning Citizen Association. Um, our goal here is to create uh, a path to success for other returning citizens and other system-impacted people. And then uh, once we... Uh, succeed in doing that kind of stuff. We feel like that we want to talk to the youth about uh, not 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 repeating in our footsteps, you know. So uh, that's a little bit about me. I can go on and on, but uh, we got a big day today. Uh, like I said, it's a bonus day about finance. But uh, uh, we're going to kind of save uh, uh, Mr. Perkins for uh, his intro and his feature, okay? Thank you, everyone. Hello, my name is Andrea Gaines. I am Richard's wife. I'm a business account executive. I've been in the communications industry for over 20 years. I'm located in Texas currently. Uh, we have a publishing company, Capital Gains LLC. I'm a member of Returning Citizens Association. Um, I'm here just re representing people who've been affected by the carceral system. I Grew up with Ricky, but I reconnected with him back in 2009, and that began my prison journey. Um, I'm also here to support the increase of the increasing of the economical, political, and social capital of returning citizens. Transitioning back into society is 
a process. You know, there's a lot involved with that. And I'm just here to support that. It takes a lot of patience, but um, I'm here for the long haul. Nina? Hey, you guys. My name is Nina Clark. I'm from Oakland, California. But right now, I'm living in San Pablo. Ricky is my co-worker. He came to me with this ideal. And I'm like, I'm all in. Let's do it. Um, I've had grew up with uh, family members and ex-boyfriends that that did penitentiary time. Uh, currently, my nephew is uh, serving a 25 to life sentence. Um, so that's why I'm mostly involved, but I'm I'm down for this cause. Um, I um been working in the field for about 20 years in San Francisco that deals with mental health and um, the homeless population. So um, with that being said, yes, I'm happy to be here and I welcome the guests and it's good to see everybody. Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, my name is Marcus Sanders. I'm a returning citizen also. I did uh, approximately 20 years. I've been out almost 20 years. And it's good out here. Um, I just want to say as far as me being a part of the program, I'm here to participate in any way I can help as far as um, financially, whatever. You know what I mean? If I can do it, I'm going to make it shake. You know what I mean? Until I can find me another role or whatever, you know. But um, I find it for me, the information that we are receiving to be able to put some more tools in our our toolcase. You know what I mean? Because finance is the major one up. You know, I'm feeling it today. I've been off work for three weeks. It's snowing up here. I'm current. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, but I live in Orville in the mountains. You know what I mean? It's, it's snowing up here. So uh, no work for three weeks. But the mortgage is still going to be asking for their money. I know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? They definitely going to be asking for their money. But yeah, I'm just here to participate, get more information and get more tools for my toolbox so I can be successful and continue to stay out here and take care of my family and hang out with my grandkids. Danny, welcome back, brother. Oh, yeah, my name is Danny. I'm a returning citizen as well. Uh, And I'm here to try to give some support to Ricky and and to anybody that's trying to change. Uh, I'm currently uh, running clean and sober houses. I have three of them. So uh, I'm just trying to provide housing for guys coming home from prison and from county jails. So that's about all I have. Thank you, brother. Uh, chop, chop. Hey, uh, Rick. I have the friend E. He from uh, Fisco. He want to join the group with us too. So how we connect with him? Hey, brother. When I send you the link, you send him the link. That's how you connect. Oh, okay. With him. So I send him the link. Okay, I tell him connect with us. Thank you, brother. We have this uh, thing. It's almost like a personal vetting system that we have, y'all, and that's why it's nineteen people on the screen right now. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Um, my name Chop Chop. I done twenty nine years. I uh, I live now in San Jose, California. And also, I want to share with you guys today about how we create a Yen Garden. And uh, I talked to uh, Rick about that. We need to wait for the the committee give us the space so we have the to show committee. We uh, put on the work and uh, create a garden for our committee. 
garden landscape and a sculpture. So I want to share with you guys. So today, I want to give to you guys how about we start to build a garden. I want to show committee the action. I don't like to talk, talk, talk. We talk too, but how to show to our committee how we created and show people around our committee to support us. And, you know, and uh, we go out around for donation for the money. We go bigger, you know. And anyone can join us to help we build a garden. In the fact, I done the garden from Pilar Kambi. The kind of garden like my passion, you know, landscape, my passion and uh, um, uh, sculpture. Also, I do about good the tattoo too. So, Chata, thank you, brother, uh, for mm -hmm. uh, putting that community garden um, mm -hmm. project back on our mind. Um, let me move tank. Oh, we have a brother here that um, have a lot of connections in the community, so maybe he can help us out with that. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'll um, explain uh, uh, what it is we're talking about. We're talking about uh, Chop Chop have a, uh, just these skills in building a community garden. So, he uh, built this community garden in, in uh, Pelican Bay, and it was very uh, like accepted by all the staff and all uh, the uh, the inmates that was there. And so he's saying, you know what? I have this skill. You know, we want to build a community garden in the community. So because, like I say, we're so dispersed around different communities that like we can build multiple community gardens. We just need a space to start that thing off. So, um, yeah, you know, this is a passion that we have. For, for different things. So thank you so much, Chop Chop. I really appreciate that. And we're going to touch back up on that. Thank you. Now, I'm going to call on Walt. Walt. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Why are you smiling, man? Yes, man. I mean, Tell I, me who I'm you still are, going through it. Know. Let the people well, know my name is Walter. Well, my name is Walter, and I'm a part of Returning Citizens. Um, <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> Ups and downs, right? Changes and turnarounds. But I'm here. I'm still surviving. Um, last time we talked, I was in Hollywood, transitional. I made a move there. Bad move. Had to retreat. <laughs> so I retreated. And then a blessing came. So now I'm somewhere where I'm getting a peace of mind. Other than that, I'm still looking for work. Um, hoping to get off parole um, in March. I, I have no flaws right at this time and don't plan on having any. So I'm thinking about writing a board and just, you know, kind of, you know, just speaking about why you should consider me. So um, other than that, I'm just trying to get ready for that and throwing out a lot of negative stuff, you know, that kind of rent space in my head. You know, I have to for the betterment of myself to move on uh, and continue one day at a time. But yeah, that's about it for me. And returning citizens is something that I am a part of, and I like to share what's going on with uh, me as far as returning. I'm going on nine months. Uh, it's just like. <laughs> I'm I'm still in shock, but you know I'm out here for a reason. 
And I learned a lot uh, before I got out. And I'm using a lot of those tools. Um, so, no, everything ain't really settled with me at this time. But it'll get there sooner or later. And as far as this is being a business, right, type of um, meeting, what do you guys think? Like, look, I'm a returning citizen to L.A. I know you have Oakland, Frisco. So if I go to the, we have Karen Bass used to be in the legislators. Right now she's a mayor of Los Angeles. Hey, Miss Karen Bass, there's returning citizens coming from prison. These guys are lifers, right? A lot of them were struck out um, 24, 25, 28 years ago, right? Can we do anything from, can I rally to help them? Can I get some help from your department? Um, could I ask that to the mayor if I can get a word with her? Is this something yes, I brother. can ask? You yes, think I brother. can ask that? I'm thinking right. about it. So let's hold on to that because everybody can answer that question. But uh, the right. brother okay. uh, on a perk step, mm -hmm. I'm quite sure he didn't talk to a lot of mayors, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's what they did. Thank you, for. All right, man. Thank you, brother. How you doing? My name is Jesse. I've done 29 years in state prison. I'm blessed to be out. I'm happy. Just got rid of the grandkids. And I'm going to go on a two or three week no kids zone up in here. And um, on the 26th will be two years I've been out. So it feels real good. You know, two years flew past. Me. And maybe I'll be able to get off early parole you know sometime after that see how it works out that's about it thank you brother we coming back to you brother we, we sure appreciate that i just got some beautiful news and i gotta I, I gotta report returning citizen news alert returning citizen news alert returning citizen news alert hey y'all i just gotta report that after 51 years, Uncle Curtis Lee Morris has been granted parole suitability. Yeah. Oh, my God. Curtis Pops. You're going to hear from his son on here. Oh, my God. That's great news. I'm talking hey, about God. my cousin. He's on here, y'all. But I just got, that's just breaking news. Oh, my God. 51 years incarcerated. I. Like Curtis say, I probably know him more than his son because I spent time in prison with him. And before I went to prison, all I heard was stories about him. So, oh my God, it's so crazy. When I met him, I'm like, hey man, I, I know everything about you. Your son told me everything about you, bro. Uh, uncle, you know, man, it's beautiful. Anyway, I'll just get back to our intro. But this is Returning Citizens, y'all. And we all about that. Okay, um, Mr. Larry Jackson, let me unmute you, brother. Uh, Introduce yourself so we can get this conversation going. Welcome, brother. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is Larry Jackson. Um, I was facing 10 years of life. And then I turned around and got in trouble again and faced three years. And so I just, you know, I just tried. I was, I was upset, you know, mad at the world, really. But um, I'm just basically um, trying to take what I know that why people will go off or young teens will go off for so long and not care and try to help someone and take take you know what I know and then help someone else you know 
whether they tell me or not, or, you know, just being able to identify it, you know, because I've been holding it in for so long, you know what I mean? Thank God I haven't went to the penitentiary yet, but I know at times to where I got so upset, I didn't care if I did, and I still didn't go. So I thank God for that. And, you know, bringing me in a room of fellas that's been there to where I could say, you know, I, I wouldn't want to go there. You know, and I, I like my freedom. I like the smell. I like, the, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I've been to jail a few times, so more than a few. So I don't, you know, I just want to take out, I want to erase and replace and try to take out what I know and try to give it to someone else younger than me. Like a fatherless program, you know what I mean? So that's basically what I'm trying to do. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Uh, we're going to come back to you. We're going to open up this discussion. I'm just trying to get around the room. Uh, Denise, you're up. Thank you for, for being here. All right. Um, hey, I'm Denise Coleman. Um, I'm, I'm here just trying to get my expungement done, starting the process. I've got the links. Um, I got the information from one of the guys in the room, and then um, the office got back to me. I forgot I left my message. They got back to me a couple of weeks ago and um, gave me all the information on the steps to do. Um, so I'm in the process and then I need to start getting some letters and just hopefully get my expungement done. And um, I'm just here just because I I'm, I struggle with mental health and um, I'm right here at the edge of about to snap at work. I work in mental health. And so I'm trying to keep a calm mind. It's a new year. And I get to that point that I have to remember um, it's not worth going to jail for, you know, so I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, whip them with the pen, whip them with the pen. That's what I'm learning to do now. Thanks. Thank you, Denise. And I'll say, hold on, sister, hold on, sister, because we got a mental health uh, component here and that we're going to be talking about yeah. some of this stuff real soon. Hold mm -hmm. on, sister. Uh, let's go to Big Rob right quick. Big Rob, you're the next on the screen. Go ahead, brother, okay. you up. Hey, I'm, I'm Big Rob, you know what I'm saying? I'm a returning citizen, you know, God has been good, you know, uh, things are happening in my life. I was just, congratulations to the gentleman who's coming home after 51 years, man, that is truly a miracle, you know what I'm saying, and a blessing from God, and I'm not going to take up too much time because I want to hear what the brother got to say, so I'm out. <laughs> Thank you, Big Rob, man, you're a blessing yourself, brother. Thank you, we so appreciate you. Uh, Tony Williams, brother, uh, our update, you going back our update includes you and Mr. Uh, Curtis Morris Jr., but we we get to that. You're up, brother. Uh, uh, good evening, everybody. Uh, my name is Tony Williams. Uh, let's see. My background is uh, cumulatively 25 years in prison on the installment plan uh, because I was like a second-degree uh, offender, but that ended me up as a career criminal, so I kept going back and back and back until I decided to try to make a change. And uh, I just want to impress upon people that's within you to commit to making that change. Um, I know uh, um, we were just uh, informed that uh, there's, there is a mental health component to this uh, thing. And that's what uh, um, I, myself, Nina, and actually Ricky also, uh, because I, after my uh, incarceration, I decided to you know, value my freedom more than anything else in this world. So that became my number one value, right? So anything that would lead me back to incarceration, I wasn't going to do. But I had to commit to that. 
Um, so eventually I did uh, to break that cycle. And uh, let's see, 2013 after what? I'd say about 10 years, I've, I've finally been able to get my, my degree in psychology. I am currently a mental health rehabilitation specialist with the city of San Francisco. Uh, as is Nina, she seems to forget that she is also too. Uh, but anyway, I'm a mental health rehabilitation specialist working as a case manager, currently working as a case manager. So I do have a lot of insight because I do a, do a lot of self-searching and introspection to find out why I kept returning to the city. I had to figure out, you know, I had to find out by myself in order to be able to help others. So uh, I just wanted uh, to put that in there that we do have that that uh, resource available. And uh, I look forward to working with, with returning citizens to help knock down the, the uh, recidivism rate and to help people be successful in society. Thank you, brother. Yeah, thank you, brother. I just want to thank you, brother. That's all. I just want to say thank you. Uh, and Tony's a, a, a special kind of resource, y'all. And, and um, I mean... Those who hear him, y'all can hear it. Happy New Year, some more in earphones as well. And double check if you can, everybody can hear me. I wish everybody a Happy New Year's. Um, I'm so sorry I wasn't be able to be for some time. I was, um, I haven't been able to, but I wanted to really come today. Um, so I, I work with Denise. We work with mental health. And I also work with the students uh, that are formerly incarcerated or foster youth. So I'm here to learn and for my experience, uh, just a really, I'm always uh, open-minded. I'm, I'm really happy to be here. So um, that's pretty much uh, my in introduction. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Loretta. We so appreciate you, okay? How you doing, bro? How y'all doing? So as y'all hired my pops, he's getting, um, he still got two more obstacles. You know, he had to go through the, um, the legal division, the board, and then, um, um, but they, they found them suitable, but then also the governor um, can make a decision too. But it's been 51 years, so um, that's tight. You know, he got this far. Um, he was convicted. Congratulations, Kurt. Yeah, that's tight. That's tight. Praise yeah. God. I didn't want to interrupt yeah. you. Uh, Kelly, praise God. In, um, yeah, he was convicted back in 72 for um, killing a um, police officer, Martinez. Actually, it was the first um, police officer in Martinez, California. It's two of them that was killed. And he was convicted for killing the first um, one out there. But, yeah, so everything's looking good. You just got those two more hurdles to jump, um, you know, the legal division. And then um, if Newsom, um, um, if Newsom, um, give him the green light also, because, you know, Newsom can deny it. But at least the, um, the board found him suitable to get out. He's 80 now, but he's good, though. You wouldn't think he was a day over 60. He's, he's all, um, uh, Rick could tell you, you know, he's um, able body, able mind. He's still slick talking, so he's still that same one. But um, definitely, uh, I'm, I'm really happy for him. But as y'all see, I'm Rick Cousin. I'm here because, um, of course, for support from my cousin. It's all positive when he um, hit me up, and I was so glad he got out, too. Um, as y'all know, we grew up in Pittsburgh, so when we walked outside, or people that were sitting next to people at our dinner table wasn't doctors and lawyers. It was mostly hustlers. Last time I said pimps and players, mostly we just had hustlers. That's what we had. It wasn't really no pimping or no um, no players like that or nothing like that. It was just mostly people that was hustling. That's kind of where we picked it up. And like I said, there was no doctors at our tables and no lawyers. So we just kind of learned from the street knowledge and just went out there and tried to get it. And got both of us in trouble. Got him in a little more trouble than me. I did four years YA. I went through the same thing with Denise. I had to get my record uh, expunged, my juvenile record, and had to get it sealed. It took me a couple hoops, so I was excited when I got all that done. But I'm here for support for all the brothers that got out and that's going through it. 
So um, my resources that I have available is always available to you gentlemen. Um, I'm still growing. I'm still learning. That's why I'm here. And I'm just trying to find out better ways to make me a better man. And especially for the black community, you know, it's just like we're going through so much. And then um, like I was, we were talking about financing and stuff today because we grew up on welfare, just put it out there. And then we all grew up with the welfare mindset. That's just so stupid. And we keep passing it on generations, how to tell our kids and children how to get over. Oh, this is supposed to be intro. I'll talk to y'all a little bit later. I know my cousin will cut me off in a second. He, he cut me off. In a second. Ah, that's Kurt. Yeah, that's Kurt. Okay. I'm yeah. be, hey, that's Kurt. <laughs> Kurt, know what? I pushed the button on him right now. Now go ahead, bro. Finish up, bro. Come on. No, no. There what I was going to say that we grew up on, we grew up on welfare. So you know what that does is teaching our kids from generation to generation to how to try to learn how to game the system. And so that's why I kind of taught my boys: don't be trying to like one of my sons. He was standing in low income housing. He's like, if I do, if I get this, it's going to make my rent. Higher. And I was like, so what? Move. You know, that's what we're supposed to be doing. Quit depending on the county and quit depending on welfare to do stuff for you because that's not what it is. You know, we need to grow as a right, right. Definitely. You know, we can't stay that just because you can get lower rent. Why do you want to stay in these nice departments? But why do you want to stay there? Keep growing yourself. And that's what it should be about. And that's what we wasn't taught as kids. We always found out um, go hide your daddy clothes um, because of welfare people coming. Back in the day, that's how they used to do it. They used to come check your house out. They, the, the welfare used to come in there and look inside the house, go hide his clothes and make sure they don't know he stay here and that type of stuff like that. See, we need to get away from that and teaching these kids all that type of stuff like that. Just It's supposed to be growth, you know what I mean? And teaching them how to be entrepreneurs and, and, and millionaires. And I think this is a positive program to do that. And especially giving these services so brothers won't get back in trouble and go back to jail. Because that, like they said, the rate is just going back. So I got my returning citizen coming home. So I'm going to keep my keep my pops on a straight line so he won't be uh, being too slick out here. But, um, yeah, he's still a slickster. So uh, we'll, we'll see how I go. He should be good. He should be good. He's going to be on this podcast in a couple of months, too, after this governor. I'm going and grant that. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. From your uh, mouth to God's ears, man. And we're going to keep him up in prayers um, because, you know, that's a tough struggle. And uh, we uh, we know all about that, you know, so we're going to keep him up in prayer. And I'm so happy to hear that. All right, man. What's going on, everybody? Uh, happy New Year. I Ramon Day. I'm a returning citizen. Thanks to Rich. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, peace and blessings to everybody. Um, yeah, I am a return assistant and it didn't cross my mind until I started doing this. I love what he's doing. So I'm totally on board with uh what he's doing. This this does a couple things for me. Um it's it's helping me, like I told y'all before, um deal with the death. But the other thing it does for me is because this is something I always want to be involved in. So the fact that I can help out in any way I can is always a blessing. Uh, I'm going to be trying to make some other rounds as far as uh, as far as resources. And then some of these resources I'm taking in myself. Like I can't I can't wait to hear uh, Mr. Perkins speak. I'm very interested in what he got to say and, and, and how I can benefit from it because you don't got to learn everything. You just got to learn a little bit. Thank you. Uh <clears throat> First of all, it's an honor to be here uh, today and thank Brother Rick for inviting me. Um, my name is Arnold Perkins. They call me Bob. I'm an elder within the community, which I take very seriously. Um, I'm not a financial wizard, but I've done well financially uh, with, the, with the simple things that I'll share with you uh, this evening. Um, I'm the uh, husband of Karen the father of four sons, um, Kevin, 
Anthony, Miles, and Daryl, the, the grandfather of uh, Susan, Terrence, Ruby, and Makai, um, and uh, a member of our community. And I'll, I'll stop there. I've done a lot of things in my life, but I'm blessed. And I want to share one of the blessings I have, because I always remember my situation is not my destination. So I just want us to remember that your situation is not your destination. So we're destined for great things because we're great people. Thank you so much, brother. Uh, so that's why, you you know, you, we're in for a treat, y'all. But right before we get to him, customary for us to give us a, a returning citizen association update. We got Tank here. Tank didn't give his intro, and, and, and we did that for a reason. And I'll just let Tank talk to you. Uh, Tank is a situation that, like, it happened out the blue for us, and um, like it weighed heavy on my heart, y'all. I didn't know what to do. You know, um, that's the reason why we have this group because when things go on, some people don't like. Some people don't understand um, the the normal citizens who've never been a returned citizen, right? So, so like we, um, like I was struggling with this thing, and I threw it to the group, and the group, you know, responded, you know, in the way that you guys do normally, though, right? So let's just uh, hear. Oh, so, so the issue was Tank. Tank was Tank did twenty six years in prison. Uh, he was. You, I mean, as a lifer, you got to work really hard to get yourself out, right? You got to get all these different connections in the community. He, he built that stuff up, and he was pro, supposed to be paroled up north. He's from Stockton, California. He's supposed to be paroled up north, up here in the Bay Area, where we have a little bit of resources where we can navigate this thing, right? Try to get ourselves um, back to back to citizen status, right? Well, what happened is they dropped his brother off in Los Angeles. Unbeknownst to him, last minute, last day. Don't know anybody. But he didn't go to just Los Angeles with all the, all the resources that he went to Skid Row in a in a in a quote unquote private transition place, but it's it's it smells and it looks and it acts like a CDCR um, um, transitional place, right? So it was just all these different challenges, and I mean, gosh. So I'll let Tank talk about his update, and then uh, we will take it from there. Yeah, my uh, my name is uh, Shocker, and um, I paroled November eighth, uh, two thousand twenty-two. And uh, basically, Rick summed it up by uh, telling you, you know, uh, I basically was uh, I had my parole plans were for up north. Um, all of a sudden, last day, uh, they drugged me through the end bank system, and it took took couple a uh, couple of weeks extra. Um, then I, then I ended up uh, being plopped out at the last minute, uh, and they told me you're going to LA. You know, you're not going to Alameda. You're going to LA. So they dropped me down here. Um, so I was down here. I lost two job offers uh, because I came down here, and I had no clue. Right? I had no direction after that because I was like, "Well, dang, what am I going to do?" Right? So I was glad that I found the group. Because the group uh, was able to, to say, hey, hold on, you, you do have some options, right? You know, And um, so those options um, came, to pan, uh, came to bear fruit. Um, so now I'm in school. Uh, I've been attending school. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm about two weeks in. I had to fight the house about that to get in. <laughs> but um, we worked that out. Um, and I want to thank the panel too, also for uh, helping me with some uh, financial resources because that was a big help too. Until I figured it out and got everything together, because I was dealing with a block on uh, the financial aid and stuff from the government as well. And uh, 
now it seems like all that stuff is coming and working itself out. Um, they're about to start me up on it. And, uh, so, uh, so the group very, uh, bear a lot of fruit for me and I appreciate that. Also, the, I want to talk about the school too, because, uh, I th I believe it was Kurt and, um, and, um, and Tony that, that, uh, first start, started talking about the education because I wasn't really thinking about education again, no more because I had done so much while I was inside. Right. Like I was like, well, I'm, I'm just looking for employment. Right. And they kind of put it back on my mind, you know, saying like, like, you know, that's a viable option. You know, you might want to check that out. And, and so I want to let them know that, you know, I was listening. And so, uh, that next day I, I went, um, got rolled. All right. I'm, uh, that's it for now. I thought it was pretty significant that, um, uh, this update with Tank, because Tank was Tank was lost, y'all. I, I can imagine me being tossed out in the world, right, with nothing. I've, I've done all this time trying to get myself together, thinking I'm ready, and face the challenges of this. Tank fell into this. This was about the whooping, the phone situation, y'all. I mean, so <laughs> like, man, we started advocating, advocating, connecting him with other people, and this and that, and that, and this, and and now look at him. He's talking about man. He's in a trade school, and what what really struck me is he say, Rick. Um, I just took my first test, right? Because, man, look, <laughs> man, y'all, y'all ain't hearing this stuff. Like, I'm on the phone with this brother. He's talking about, so he's trying to catch the bus at six in the morning. Guess what? The bus passed the bus stop. He, man, look, I hear Tank running. <laughs> it's a red light. I'm gonna catch it. <laughs> Thank God for that red light because he got on the bus. But guess what? Through that struggle and that thing, getting on the bus, trying to get to school and stuff on time, he lost his wallet, y'all. Oh my God. Mm. But, mm. but he didn't know it then. So when he called me talking about, man, I lost my ID. I'm like, think oh, your ID and all, you know, how important that document is, y'all, when we first get out. So anyway, uh, it was really awesome to hear about him, him, uh, connecting to school and hearing about how he said how it opened, uh, his ears and his eyes to that by hearing you guys, um, talk about, Hey, man, you don't go to school. Ramon, uh, um, having a trade, like him relying back on his trade that he, you know, Earn so on and on and on. Like we're we um we give you guys these updates from time to time. I think it's really awesome though. You know um that you know you guys uh what you guys stand and uh, your insight and your experiences is valued, man. And I'll keep sharing that stuff because um I think you guys were talking to Walt about that, but like I say, Tank was listening and Tank was in the situation. He took advantage of the stuff and he went and put it to, put it to use. So with that, without further ado. We're going to talk to uh, Mr. Perkins, and I'm going to be sending y'all this form. Um, but let's get it, brother, our undivided attention. Brother, you're up. Thank you again. It's an honor to uh, sit with uh, you men and women uh, and to just share um, thoughts that I have. First of all, um, I do libations. So I want to be thankful to the ancestors. Um, who have gone before us, whose shoulders we stand on, who are proud of us. They're proud of us. Irregardless of what we've done, they're proud of us. Um, they came over here in boats stacked 18 inches, which is not that, that high, and you had to lay down in that boat and might take a month, might take two months to come over. We come over, we got sold, and we're the only group of people that are not brought together as a whole. If I'm, if I'm Chinese, I have a, a, a culture that I come from that I could tap into right away. 
<clears throat> if I'm um, Polish, I have a culture. But for us, we were torn apart. And uh, that's part of the challenge we've had is being torn apart, being ripped away from our roots after they stopped the slave trade with ships, they started breeding us. And so they would, they would breed us and sell us just like you'd breed uh, a horse and sell a horse. Um, so we've come a long ways and we are great people. So I'd always like to start off by thanking those who have gone before, those who have made the way for us to even be in this building. When I first came to California in 1954, the only way I could be in this building is with a broom or a mop. So we've come a long ways and we have a ways to go. So I want to start off with some motivational message messages uh, before I get into what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to give you 12 things to always remember. The past cannot be changed. The past is actually your friend because a lot of people don't have the experiences you've had living in close quarters being able to interact with like other people. And so that's an asset. Many of us don't see it as an asset, but it's an asset. So you can't pass, uh, you can't change the past, you must build upon it. Opinions do not define your reality. I don't care what anyone says about you, that's their opinion. And so, excuse my language, if I call you a bitch ass fucker and you jump, what happens if I call you a, a piece of paper and a bottle of water and a napkin? Do you still jump the same way? And so opinions do not define your reality. You define your reality. Everyone's journey is different. All of our journeys, we're all on a journey. It's just a different journey. And it's a valuable journey if we see it as valuable. Things always get better with time. So those of uh, folk who have been locked down, you did the time, thought I'd never get out, out, out of this situation, and you're out of the situation. Here you are. Judgments are a confession of character. Judgments are a confession of character. Overthinking will lead to sadness. Don't overthink. Do. Happiness is found within. It's not found by by driving a fancy car, having a pocket full of money, that's not happiness. Happiness is within you, and you can have nothing and be happy. And so, for example, Tank got this school opportunity. And so within him, he was happy. I, I might have lost my wallet, but I'm happy that I found that next step. Positive thoughts are created by positive things. So if we get involved in a bunch of bullshit, that's who we're going to be, a bunch of bullshit. But if we get involved in positive things and have positive thoughts, there's nothing that we can't conquer. Time will help us conquer it if we're on the right track. Smiles are contagious. Kindness is free. You only fail if you quit. So there's a saying, if I think I can, I can't. I, I'm not saying if I think I can, I can. If I think I can't, I can't. Both are right. So if I think I could do it, I can do it. I just have to stick with it. Um, whatever goes around comes around. And we all know that well. And I guess the, the last thing I'll say about this um, is there are people who don't want us to succeed. And we have to succeed in spite of them. 
This brother's done 51 years. He's done his time. And so many people might not want him to, to succeed, but you can't let anyone stop you from doing what you know is in your best interest. Knowledge and action creates power. We're all powerful. We have to have knowledge and we have to take action on that knowledge. So I just want to share some thoughts uh, around libations that I usually do. So I'm going to talk about four simple envelopes. They're really simple. It, this is not a complex talk. It's very simple. One is budget. Second is credit cards. The third one is investing. The fourth one is savings. And the fifth one is what you have left over. And I'll go over each of them. So let's do a budget. I'm not doing this by myself. And so let's do a budget. So shout out some things I'm going to write down for a budget because it's your asset and liabilities that are important. And many of us have more liabilities than we have assets. And a liability is a credit card that we haven't paid off. That is a, a, a liability. An asset is money that we put into an account. So, so let's do a budget. Come, come on, talk to me. Uh, so come on, y'all, help them out. A budget. No, wait. A budget. And, 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 so, budget. and so every, every month, we need to know what comes in and what goes out. Okay. So, so what is it we need over the course of a month that we could create a budget? Rent. Rent, okay. Mm -hmm. You need money to pay the rent. Rent, okay. <laughs> Groceries. Groceries, food, okay. Your Car insurance. Uh, insurance. Your basic necessities. Uh, like what? Like they say, rent, car, food, and electricity, and water. Yes. Utilities, yeah. Toothpaste, soap. What, what was that last one? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, personal needs. Or like like hygiene and stuff and stuff like that. Toilet paper, toothpaste, etc. Yeah. So, so it's like uh, personal supplies. What else? Transportation. Insurance. Transportation. Okay. Like the insurance. Mm-hmm. Insurance. Entertainment. Maybe. Entertainment. Savings. A job. Oh, yeah. A job. Okay. Employment. What else? Oh, uh, what? unseen medical. Okay, medical. Oh, yeah, medical is a good one. Good, good looking, Jenny. If you have kids that's under 18, mm -hmm. uh, child care. Mm -hmm. So I have rent, I have food, I have insurance both a uh, car and maybe uh, other types of insurance. I have a uh, gas, I have utilities, I have personal supplies, I have transportation, I have entertainment, um, I have um, medical expense, I have childcare, and I put employment kind of by itself. What else, and are, are we missing anything? Rent, food, insurance, gas, utilities. Um, um, Cell phone. Phone. phone, okay. The Cell biggest phone. thing 
The biggest thing is to separate your wants from your needs. Okay. Take care of your needs. Today, you can buy what you want later on down the road. Well, one thing, one thing we have a big issue with is even having life insurance. Mm-hmm. Because you know, what I'm right. saying, oh, you know, what I'm saying, when somebody dies, we, we get the frying chicken and and, and and passing the bucket around and all that mm-hmm. kind of. You know what I'm saying, so life insurance is very mm-hmm. important. Very. Do we get like cable, like you know, Netflix, Spotify, like entertainment? Yeah. What will we call when we're saying, like, suppose we consolidate our bills into one bill, and you pay that one credit card? Is that like that is that's consolidation right there? Consolidation. Well, you take your you take your credit card that has the lowest interest rate. And you use that one instead of the highest interest rate credit cards. Mm-hmm. 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 So, so, so I want to talk a little bit more about budget. So, hopefully, some of you are writing this down. So, when you have to make a budget, so it's important to know what your expenses are. That's key. That's one of the first steps. And also your assets. One of the things that someone said was savings. Mm-hmm. We have to build in savings into our budget. But I want to talk a little bit more about um, budget. So often we spend more money than we have because we like flash and glitter. Um, what, I don't know yeah. if you, some of you might have heard the name Haas. There's a whole Haas family. Levi. Levi Pants, or that's the Haas family. And, and so um, I knew one of the senior Haas members, and he had a simple car. And, and he said, you know, I could buy a Mercedes, a Rolls Royce, or whatever. But he says, all I need a car is for transportation. Cars are not about define who I am. So I don't need a Mercedes Benz. I don't need bling bling. What I need is the basics. And so he said, he said, the reason I buy a simple car is I don't do anything that does not appreciate. I don't, I don't do things that depreciate. So appreciation is when you add something to depreciation when you take something from. And so once I buy a car, once a new car, once I drive it off the lot, it depreciates. That means it's less valuable. So I don't want to put a lot of money in a car. And I do have a nice car. And, and, and I'll share how I paid um, for the car. Um, and so um, you want to do stuff that makes stuff for you, not stuff that takes stuff from you. So so you need to know what you have coming in every month and what you have going out. And so that's the first thing. So the first thing is budget, assets, and liability. The, the second envelope is credit cards. Now, talk to me about credit cards. What are credit cards? Are they useful? Are they not useful? Talk to me. They're useful if you know how to use them. They're useful if you they're useful if you need to rent a vehicle. A lot of times, if you want to rent a vehicle, stay in a hotel, you're traveling, they want that credit card. That's right. right. That's right. That's right. For building credit. 
Mm-hmm. Be I, I'd rather I, I'd rather yeah. have a, a credit card on me than cash. Uh huh. And if you use credit cards, it's best to use the credit cards that give you the, the cash back. They give you when you spend some money, you get something back on it. That's right. That so, way, at the end of the year, you can take a vacation with the money that you have earned. That's exactly right. Exactly where I'm going. And so I have a a um, a debit card. I could go straight to my account and take money. I have a Southwest Airlines card because I travel a lot, and so this gives me free tickets. I have a Costco card that gives me money back. Uh, last year, I got two hundred nineteen dollars back, and I have a card that gives me mileage. So every card I have is for a purpose. I don't have, and so I have a card because it's debits. I can take money out of my account. I have a card that gives me money back, and I have a card for mileage. And so I want you to go online. And I'm sorry. Go ahead. What Go is ahead. a card for knowledge? Is that like a yeah. um, It's a um, sapphire. It's a, it's a sapphire preferred. And, 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 and I want you to, to go online and, and look up the top cards and study each one. Now, I pay my bills almost exclusively with credit cards, but I never give them a penny. Every time you use a credit card, the credit company gets money from it. So they get paid. Every time you use your card, they get paid. Maybe um, 1% of the, of, of the bill, 2%, but they get paid every time. So I'm not going to give them nothing. I'm not giving them a penny. So I don't use my card if I can't pay it off. So I pay my card as soon as I use it because this use I use this. It doesn't use me. And many of us allow these credit cards to use us. Um, if you, they, the probably the cheapest rate is like around 18, 19%. But if you amortize that over the course of, of let's say five years, Let's say on a hundred dollars, you end up paying, you know, two, three, or four hundred dollars, and so they're taking money from you. So only use this when you can pay it off. Don't let people fool you about these. The other thing is, every time you take off, every time you get a, a, a new credit card, your credit score goes down. So, so. So my credit scores are in the 800s. Ooh. And, 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 and the 800s. And so when I went in. We're taking notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, 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 when I went in, when I went in to buy my car, the guy said, he said, well, um, Mr. Perkins, uh, I'd be happy to sell you this car. It's, uh, it, it was a, a, a lease return because I don't buy new cars. It's a waste of money. Um, and so he said, well, um, you know, we could uh, give you this and, and we'll only charge you um, 5% interest, you know. And so I said, well, you know, I'm not paying 5% interest. 
He said, well, you know, that's the rate, Mr. Perkins, if you want to. And so I said, I'm not paying 5%. And so he went in and looked at my credit score, and my interest was 1%. And I paid off before it's due. And so it was a five-year contract. I think I paid off in two and a half years because I don't want debt. The only thing I want debt for are things that appreciate, things that will give me money. That's what I'll go into debt, like property. My father told me when I was young, he said, son, every chance you get, buy a piece of property. And, and, I, and, and I've tried to do that as much as I can. And the thing about property is you are buying, most of you are buying somebody's property right now. Because every time you pay them rent, you are paying for their property. And so you want to think about getting together, pooling your resources. What happens if four of you got together and bought an, an apartment building? And two of you stay in the apartment building and, and then you have two apartments to rent. That's how we have to begin thinking. Uh, and, and, and I'm going I'm to I'm jack people who are, who are interested in having these great big old chains because it, it's all for show. You know, it, it's all for show. The, the, fancy, the fancy cars that I get out, it's for show. You don't need to show people shit. You, need, you don't need to prove nothing to anyone but yourself. And so we spend a lot of time being fancy trying to prove something to other people. And they really don't care. I don't care if Ricky gets a new car. That doesn't impact my life. I don't care. But but Ricky might think, oh man, I got this biz. I'm rolling. Check, check me out. I don't care. <laughs> all, all, all I want is for Ricky to show up at the place he said he's going to show up. He could take Bart. He could take the, take the bus. I don't right, care. Right. You know, and so let's get out of our head. We got to be bling bling and fancy. We don't have to be. Be yourself. You got to prove nothing to nobody but you. Okay. Mr. So, Perkins, can I ask yes, you a question? Yes, ma'am. Please. So, do. what if you what if you're in credit card debt like I am right now? And me. So there are credit bureaus. I think each city has like a credit bureau that. You could go to and they help you get out of credit. That's one. The second thing is, is to pay off the most expensive, the one with the most, ex with the most interest, you know, and, and, and pay something every month on cards and any extra money you get pay on your card until you get out of debt. And that has to be the, one of the first things that you do. And so, and, and so some of what I'm going to say to you about investing and saving might not apply right now, but, oh. but go ahead, ask me. Okay. So, so you said pay on the car each month. So I don't really have to use one of those credit persons that say they're going to fix your credit, you know, like, a. <sighs> What's one of the names of them? You know, they come on a commercial saying we can fix your credit, blah, no, blah, blah. No, no, you don't want to. You want to go to, um, I think the, I will, I'll check on this and get back to Ricky, but I know the city of Oakland uh, had um, a, an organization that helped you with uh, credit. 
But um, I will make it a point to get that information uh, um, uh, back to Ricky because you know there is a, a methodology um, that you use to uh, to pay uh-huh. it off. Um, but but um, when I was deep in debt when I was young and foolish and and tried to be flashy, um, I I had to pay off my debt. Uh, and I paid the one that was the most expensive interest rate first, and then I then I started you know paying all the rest down until I was debt free. So um, and so credit cards and credit score go hand in hand. Don't, you don't yeah. need we don't need a, a a lot of credit cards, you know. Um, and so budget is one envelope. Um, Credit cards are the second, and do do yourself homework and look at the various credit cards and choose a credit card. Don't have a credit card, choose you. So the 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 third envelope is investing, and um, when I say interest, what does that mean? Interest. Okay, something uh, something that accumulates. It's it's what the interest you pay on whatever you have purchased or borrowed. It's um it's it's how other people make their money off of us is through interest. And we have simple interest, we have compound interest. Simple interest is you get you you invest a hundred dollars and you get um and simple interest, let's say is five percent. You get five percent ongoing. It'll always be five percent. Compound interest is the first year I invest a a hundred dollars and I get five dollars at the end of the year. The next year, the interest is on a hundred and five dollars. So I invest five more dollars, and 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 so that becomes a hundred and ten dollars. So the interest is on a hundred and ten dollars. So simple interest. Is just simple interest. It's a fixed number, and that's it. Compound interest grows on the assets that you have, um, and so you want to get, always get compound interest. So, for example, a checking account. They have interest-bearing checking accounts. I think um, Capital One has an interest-bearing uh, checking account. It pays you. Um, one to one and a half percent on the money that you have um, um, invested in an account. And so you want to look for an account that pays you some interest over time. Um, So with investing, what is a stock? Uh, a stake of a company, a business. Okay, stock is ownership in a business. What's a bond? IOU business. That's right. The a bond is an IOU. The 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 yeah the um the company is taking a loan from us or the government or whomever in a bond, and a bond usually has a fixed rate over time, and a bonds in Tough times are relatively safe because they'll make a commitment. Um, we'll give you two percent at the maturity of this bond, and the bond it might 
maturing five years. And so you know you're going to get X number of dollars, you know, um, from that bond. You might get a little bit more, but, but sure. With the stocks, they go up and down. I mean, you know, um, for example, I had, I had stock in Tesla. And at one point, it was like 600 bucks. I think last time I looked, it was $134. And it, yeah, it's just it really just took it took a dive. And so so you want to think about what a stock is, you want to own company, and I encourage you to purchase stocks. You know, it could be one share. Uh it could be more than one share, but and and don't expect a return for five to ten years. Um a, a bond is it is is a, a long term investment? Go ahead. Someone's going to ask something. I I I invested in the stock. Um, what is it? I think I, it was Visa, and mm-hmm. it goes up and down. It goes up and down. You know, I watch it once in a while. You know, sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. Uh, and 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 that's because people people buy and sell stock every day, and so if people are buying stock. The um, price might go up if they're selling stock. The uh, price m- m- may go down. You don't know, and so I do what's called dollar cost averaging. Oh, explain that, brother. Yeah. And so dollar cost averaging is I put money in to uh, to the market every single month, and so the the market has been way down. As a matter of fact, last week it was really, really low, and that so that's when you want to buy when it's low, and you want to sell when it's high, and so buy low, sell high, and so, so that go ahead. I have a question. Yes, so ma'am. when the pandemic hit and everybody was panicking, I went ahead and invested in everything. Like I invested in AMC, Cinemark, like mm-hmm. Carnival, Airmark, like all these things. You know, it went. It was cheap, so I bought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but, and so I had, oh my gosh, like I put in so much and then it was just such a big profit, but now it goes down. So do we sell no. when it's high or you just sit? No, no, no. If you, if you want the money, you sell when it's high. And so you want to have a diversified portfolio, which is what you, you, you just talked about. And so you want to have invest in different aspects of the market. Maybe it's technology. Maybe it's it's um, the um, travel industry. Maybe it's um, um, real estate. And so you want to have a diverse portfolio. And when you sell, you want to make sure it's high. And you're selling for a purpose. Um, because if you leave your money in over time, you'll make money. And you want to try and get stocks that have dividends. Which means that they, they pay something just about every year. Um, and so that builds over time and you want to reinvest the uh, uh, dividends. And so for me, stock are a long-term option. And so we have, bud- we have budget or assets and liabilities. We have credits. We have investing. And investing is long-term. So I'm investing for my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'll tell you, I have about $40,000 in the market for them. So in 10 years, they should have a nice nest egg that was built over time. And and so so the, the fourth uh, envelope is savings. 
now, what do you think the difference between investing and saving is? Good question. No risk. No risk in the savings. Okay. And in savings, in savings, interest rate is going to be a whole lot lower. Versus the rewards will be lower in savings, but you have it though. Mm hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so I distinguish between, and all of you are right. I distinguish between investing and savings. Investing is long term. It's money that I'm not even interested in, in dealing with. I just want to build up. I want to. I, I want to stack money. Savings is like my wife and I um, in um, July and August. We were in Morocco, Spain, and Portugal. And so, and so I put money aside for that. So I'm putting money aside right now for our next trip. Or if I want to buy a car or if I want to buy something, I want to put money aside for that. Now, we just bought a refrigerator um, um, on installments, but I don't pay any interest for a year. If I don't pay it off in a year, I have to pay interest. And so I will do that. I will I will get something on installment and pay it off before it's due because it, it's yeah, it, it it allows me to use money in a flexible way. Mm -hmm. Now 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 I'm not gonna buy anything that is going to necessarily where I have installments have to pay interest. I'm not I'm not feeling that. And so I would rather save and get it than to pay someone interest. I don't want to pay people no interest zero that's not my because if i'm paying them interest i'm i'm giving them free money it's my money um and so savings are for things that you want if you want a suit if you want a dress if you want shoes you like you like put that aside and you save to get it and then the the fifth envelope, I'm going to come back to investing and saving them in a minute. The fifth envelope is what I have left over. So, for example, we could go to, um, let's say we go to, I'm trying to think of some restaurant around here for lunch. Spangers. Spangers. Well, okay, yeah, we, okay, we, we go to Spangers for lunch. Yeah, we, we yeah, they are going. We'll spend, you know, let's say twenty, thirty dollars. Well, what happens if we decide that I'm gonna spend thirty dollars and buy groceries? And so at Spangers I might get a salad and, and a chicken sandwich or something. And it might cost me thirty bucks. What happens if I buy a whole chicken and buy lettuce, buy tomatoes and all that and have four or five sandwiches, six sandwiches? And so, and, 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 and what I do is if I'm going to buy something at, at Spangler, I don't do it. I, I buy it and, 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 and I don't buy it and I take that money that I would have taken for lunch and I, I save it. So I'll put $30 aside that I would have spent at Spangler. And what I'm talking about now is discipline. So I put aside ten. I'm retired. I'm 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 81 years old. I'll be 82 coming up in September. Ooh, shut I, the front door. No. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You look 60. 
Eight, maybe. <laughs> well, well, I'm I'm just blessed. Uh, you know, I you know, I I I, I want to get older, but I'm not trying to get old. And yeah. so, so yeah, I want to yeah, take yeah. care of, of 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 my mind, body, and spirit. Um. So, so, so I I, I put aside to this day. I'm retired. I was retired as a Alameda County Public Health Director. I served you folk for 13 years. That's one of the things uh, that I did. But I put aside 10% minimum of, of savings and investing every month. That's a minimum. That's a minimum. I will put aside a lot more. You know, and I do that every month because um, as Brother Tank said, I think it's Brother Tank, he said there's difference between wants and needs. There's a lot of stuff I want. You know, but but I buy things that I need. So and the things that I want, I buy them when I put money aside to save for them. And all I'm talking about is simple discipline. If you determine that you want to invest five percent and save five percent or two percent, one percent, it doesn't matter. Put money in your investment account every month if it's ten dollars. If it's one dollar, put that aside. If it's and and so over time, it's the discipline that allows us to stack money. It's not because people are smart. I haven't said anything here that that causes anyone to be smart. You know, you know, uh, uh, making money, spending money—that's that's that's not anything brainy. Uh, uh, using credit cards as a tool, that's not anything brainy. Investing, savings, that's not anything brainy. These are simple things. And so I'm not, and, and, and I could get into, um, uh, you know, um, mutual funds and bankers acceptance and, 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 um, and, and split stock and all that. But I just want us to be disciplined in our lives. I have so much fun. Every day is a fun day for me because it's how I see the world. I could see it as being negative. Oh, I can't save. I, I'm going to be poor. Man. Now, that's bullshit. It's all about how we live our lives and, and it's how we're accountable to ourselves and then accountable to our family and then accountable to our community. And if I'm not, if I'm not accountable to myself, then and I'm trying to fake fake it. I'm full of shit. <laughs> and 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 so that's not where we want to be. And we are. I tell you, we are great people. We are great people. And our life is about realizing our greatness. So and so, I don't have any big finance thing that's gonna blow your mind. I just very five simple envelopes. I know Mr. what Perkins, I. Yes, ma'am. I, I, I really appreciate this because. You know, I struggle. I live by myself. I pay all my bills. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what do I have left over for myself? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the way you um, presented this is simplicity. And I'm I'm really enjoying this. I'm th I'm thinking this was going to be a boring conversation, to be honest. Um, but you really enlightened me. And I really appreciate that. Thank you. Well, 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 my sister, thank you. And, you know, if you could only put a dollar aside, 
put it aside and just put it aside every month or every week, however you however you roll. Just 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 put it aside and try not to dip into it. If you have to dip into it, dip into it. You know, but but like try not to try and and let it build over time so that when I I was determined that I was not gonna be eating dog food. I was determined. I was determined, you know, and so I disciplined myself and sometimes it was hard. I mean, sometimes, you know, I just wanted to go to that concert so bad and all my homies going, damn, but I didn't go. And it's my homies who are, some of them are, are not doing well now, you know, and, and that's because they turned 60, 70, 80 years old and they didn't prepare. All I'm talking about, I'm just talking about planning. So I'm a gardener, and I, and I love, what's the brother's name? Chop Chop. Chop Chop. Chop Chop. I'm a gardener, and I've been a gardener. I actually worked as a gardener. And so, and so I've been, so, so I've been a, I ran a California Youth Authority halfway house in my 20s. Uh, I, I was a, one of the directors of youth advocates called Huckleberry House. We had um, two crisis centers. We had eight programs. I've been a high school teacher, principal, counselor. Um, um, I've in, in my role as public health director. Um, I, um, Gary Mendez and I started the trust at San Quentin in I think yeah. 2002, 2003. Yeah, self family community. That's right. Come on, brother. The, the trust, and Take so and so um, when I was with the public health department, we started the San Quentin Health Fair. Uh, and for the last 15 years, I've been on the ward at, at advisory council. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and so, and so getting, getting the, 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 the council finally after just, uh, we finally went in and met with the inmate advisory council because I, 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 I told the, the people I've been telling them, see, a lot of people are afraid of us. And and they talk big shit, but when it comes time to like go inside, they don't want to go inside. Uh-huh. So and so last month we went inside in um, November, we, we, we went inside and we met with inmate advisory council. And so they come out and say, Yeah, we need to be doing this all the time. And and I, and I want to say, excuse my language, listen, motherfuckers, I've been I've been telling you this shit all all, all going. All going. But 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 y'all were scared. And 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 now and now it's yeah, we gotta do this all the time. Yeah, we should have been doing it all the time. And I almost I almost got off because I've been trying to hammer this and I'm glad I didn't quit. Because I was I was I, my excuse me, I, this is how I talk. Matters the fuck y'all. You know, <laughs> you know, because all y'all are full of shit. Because all they want to do is to end up going to a, to uh, you know, to these parties and events. Well, yes, you know, I'm on the ward right council in San Quentin, and the warden no, said, no, you know, no, 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 don't tell me what the warden said. Go inside and find out what the men said. Right. That, that that's what you want to do. Anyway, I could get I get hyped about this, but let let me stop and listen because I have okay. two ears and one mouth. So, any questions or comments people have? Oh. I just wanted to tell you that, you know, thank you. Like this is, has me excited about the future. So it's just, it, it, 
it's in, enlightening and exciting. And it's made me excited about the future and the possibility of different methods to manage money and do the money and not let it do me. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. All right. My name is Jesse. And I want to say something because I have a credit repair company. And, okay. and, and for me, doing other things in life, I know that when people are in debt, they don't like to pay people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. right now, me and my sister are working on putting 5,000 GAs aside for at-risk people, like people coming home from jail, so that we can do it through the nonprofit system. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for people that mm-hmm. actually need it instead of people that's actually messing the money off. Mm-hmm. And like what they were asking earlier about going to credit counseling people, the only thing that credit counselors really do is if you owe $5,000 credit right now, you got your $5,000 in the hole. What I would do, I would run your stuff through the computer, ask you to freeze your cards for a little while, not to spend no money on them. And I would tell you to sign up for a card. It's like a jeweler's card, right? It's called a jeweler's mm-hmm. card. And what the jeweler's card does, if you're $5,000 in the hole, if you're in a credit repair group, they would give you ten dollars to $15,000 worth of credit as long as you buy an item and pay it off in a certain amount of time. So, therefore, when you get that ten dollars to $15,000 credit, your balance will be lower than what you have now. Because anytime you go over 33% of your credit, you're looked at as at risk. So if you owe 5000 and then you sign up for the program and you go pay that $150, $185 for a jeweler's card and buy a chain from them and pay it off, now you have $15,000 worth of credit where we'll push that 5000 down. What would you sound credit- like that? Like, like uh, Jesse, what this sounds like is that we're going to do this thing about like credit. Like we're going to do uh, like a specific thing about credit and debt and, and, and like getting out of debt and stuff. I mean, I need it too. So this is really great. It opened up a whole bunch of uh, doors that I'm just taking so many notes on, y'all. The best way is the just to get you a credit card. Like he said, if you buy something, don't buy anything that you don't plan on paying off when you get paid. If you buy it on the 1st, you get paid on the 25th. Pay it off on the 25th. Okay. Now, now, now um, let's trying to ask the brother some questions because we got some updates that we uh, want to do, like like uh, organizational updates. Oh, I, my point was kind of hitting on what Jesse was talking about. I was going to ask the question to uh, answer Naya's question because she was talking about getting out of debt because I was in that same position because I had four cards. So what I did, and the doctor, I'm going to call you Dr. Perkins. Like you seem like a doctor to me. Bob, you call me Baba. Baba. Is Baba like a spiritual term? Um, it's it's being an elder and being a responsible elder in the community, but 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 people call me Doc also, so but uh, but I usually go by Baba, but I I will go by go by anything that is. I will respond to anything that is respectful. For Naya, I, I had that same situation because I was like fourteen bands behind when I first got out. So what I did, 
I ended up getting the, um, how Jesse was talking about, I didn't get the same type of credit card he got. I was lucky enough to get a credit card without signing up for any kind of program, but it had a lower interest rate. So what I did, I used, I paid, I got that money from that credit card and I paid the other credit cards off and I just used that one with the lower interest rate. And then what I learned is not to get a credit card with a variable interest, always get fixed interest rate. If you get those variables, they don't screw you because they can change at any time and the doctor can, um, um, can, can um, profess to that. And then also, Denise, I don't know if he answered your question about the mileage that you were talking about. If not, I can kind of answer that question. What he was talking about was an airline um, card that he has. And so they give him points. So when it's time for him to cash in, he can take for free. And then I just have one more question for Andrea. Uh, Andrea, familiar with the, um, the, like the 5013s and all the um, the nonprofits? Because I wanted you to look into a CA and see if that would be beneficial for us uh, for the insurance purpose. Okay. What about the insecure? What about the unsecured credit card? Is that a good? There you go, Larry. You was you was next, but go ahead. But uh, was, was that what you want to say earlier? Or yeah, because I got a, right uh, now. I got a I got an unsecured credit card where they gave me a three hundred dollar limit. I'm trying to build my credit up, so it's like they want me to pay like a certain fee, and then they give me like uh, two hundred twenty five dollars, but then I gotta pay it off every month, like thirty dollars a month. You want me to answer that? I can answer that because I'm familiar with that too. My, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in 800 Club too. I'm in 800 Club too with the doctor. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, 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 let's give it up. We use. Right on. Come on That's on where I'm trying to get. You're going to buy that apartment building like your brother just said. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, so come on, um, brother. There's there really two types of cards as um, far as that part the, the, the secure and the unsecure. So, um, with the secure card, that means they're going to take some type of something for for um, collateral. The unsecure is almost the best type. So they're going to give you that money back after they after you prove that you can um, receive credit. So they're going to give you the other money back. So you just keep paying. And then like um, Jesse was talking about, don't never go over the 30 or 35%. Always pay your bill when your bill is due. Use your credit cards for everything. But then don't go over what you can pay with the budget, what the doctor is talking about. Always stay within your budget. Don't never go over and stay within that 30%. When you're a personal, when you're, it's different when you're a business and when you're personal. Personal, they look at credit as being bad. When you're a business, they don't care if you have a higher thing. They, they look at that different. They rate those two different things different. So when, when you're doing it for personal reasons, it's under a different credit thing. So definitely, um, unsecure is fine. Um, they're going to give you that money back after uh, uh, accordingly, but just keep checking on your interest rate that's on there. As long as you got a lowest interest rate, but as long as you pay everything when it's due, then you're going to be good. You're going to be good. Bro. Okay. okay. Um, All right, y'all. Look, look. Let me, uh, let me, uh, let me just stop everything for one second and just do something here. So, oh my God, y'all. Guess what? We just opened up some doors, y'all. We just opened up some, 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 some holes here. So the brother just told me that. We're gonna get somebody that's gonna. Um, I mean, uh, uh, he gonna share his closing words with y'all in one quick second here. But before we let him go, oh no, we can't let you go yet, brother. So look, the brother said that he's gonna um, bring in an expert. You know, uh, bring in an expert that's gonna talk about like uh, we're gonna have. So what's going on here is that we're we're in our workshop lane. Remember, I said we got this three lane highway. One of our lanes is workshop. You know, since we talk about money and finances right here, though, right? One of our lanes is, is this mental health, non-clinical mental health component. You know, uh, uh, today is not so much on that, but it's always that because we're a support group, right? And on our third lane, 
we had this reentry um, component, right? So Tank just told Tank just told us a little bit about that. So uh, next week we're going to be talking about that, uh, creating this what we call this resource switchboard for our returning citizens and our our, our people who are already out here. And in the switchboard, y'all thought it was going to be about parole stuff, housing, and all that. No, no, no. What we just found out, we just had to put in there what Nina just talked about. This credit uh, credit card debt assistant, credit card debt assistant, you know, the whole process about banking and stuff. That is for not just returning citizens, that's for everybody. So so that's a, um, next week we'll start that series. We're going to have a three-part series. I'm going to talk to uh, Baba and, and let's find out how soon we can get somebody else to come talk to us about some of this stuff because, um, man, we're going to have three weeks of that, y'all. And um, I'm alluding to it a little bit because in the beginning, we're going to come with what we know. But after the next one, we got to come with some research. We got to go do some research and come with uh, some extra stuff. So now the brothers for the close, but I just want to give us a quick update about our uh, turning liabilities into asset fashion, into assets fashion show event. Now, what the brother said, he made me write it down because he said something about compound interest. He said compound interest grows on the assets you have. One of our quote-unquote things and things is turning liabilities into assets. Because I learned it from the trust that you were the founder of, brother, about uh, you know not being a liability no more to our community and our family, but being an asset. And that started my whole path to uh, creating an asset here, right? And not the gold or the diamonds or the cars, but the most important asset, the human asset, right? So we always talk about turning liabilities into assets. Most people think we talk about money. We are talking about money, but we're not talking about money, y'all. We're talking about this, this human assets that grow and multiply as well. You hear me? And it's, and it's more, it, it don't rot and dust like the dang money that you put underneath the bed. So with that, I just want to say this about this, uh, this, this, this turning liabilities in the asset fashion show, which, which we, uh, been talking about, but it's about to get real. So go ahead, close your, um, um, say your closing, um, um, statement. First of all, I want to thank all of you. I, I want to introduce the idea of a susu. And and I don't know if um, SUSU it has and a susu is very simple. Oh Ten people get together and commit to put um, fifty dollars a month, and then that the at the everyone gets a chance to get uh, what is fifty times ten is what five hundred dollars. Everyone um, gets a chance to get five hundred dollars. And so I have a susu for my grandchildren that a susu that everyone puts money in. Um, every family member puts money in this pot for our grandchildren. And so we have to build wealth within our community. And it's not just money, but it's information exchange. The most valuable wealth is the ability to exchange information back and forth to make us much better. So. So SUSU is just a simple idea. X number of people decide to put in X number of dollars and every month someone gets, if it's six people, then in six months, um, the sixth person gets money. If it's a 12-month SUSU, and, and so, so I just want to encourage you folks to begin pooling your money around whatever it is you're working on. It might be a garden. I don't know what it is, but 
anyway, uh, I just want to appreciate all of you. I want to thank you. And, and we're so fortunate to have all of you out of this, this horrible, horrible, horrible situation where I could reach my hands and touch the walls. Where if you sleep in the top bunk, it's like, oh man, with the bookcase is crazy. But you're free, stay free because they want you inside because they make money. At San Quentin, um, um, a couple of weeks ago, there were 60 trailers there, which means that they were getting overtime on your bodies. They need you so they could get rich. They need you to make furniture, license plate, whatever, so they can get rich. And you don't want to make them rich. You want to get rich. Mr. Perkins, I always say say that the uh, CDC is the most lucrative business in the world. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. They get free labor. Free labor. And they, they build all kinds of stuff. And they get it off of our backs. The majority of the people in there look like us, um, either African, Latin, or like Asian, but especially African and Latin. And so they build off of our backs. They get rich off of our backs. We got corporations that um, that contract with CDC to make money. So I just want to thank y'all for being alive and free and stay alive and free and be disciplined with whatever you do. Ashe. Ashe, thank you so much. Thank you so much, brother. So, y'all, that is Mr. Perkins right there, Baba. Uh, He got to go. Like, we held him a little bit too long. You know how we we do. We go a little bit over. Um, If you guys want to finish our discussion, we can can finish it. I just want to give us an update about our fashion show event thank you brother um how we picked up a sponsorship so we got this uh this girl girl group organization her um you guys can look it up it's 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 s-o-u-s s-h-e dot org so she it was almost like he said susa something like that i thought it was the same organization but it's a uh girls uh mentoring support uh uh like organization Man, uh, the head of the organization said that they're gonna come uh, be a part of our committee. So we uh, we we formed a planning committee. So I'll I'll send everybody the link if you guys want to uh, meet and like talk about if you have time for that uh, the event. It's kind of being planned though. It's kind of being planned. Now now the thing is, it's about the money, y'all. It's really about the money. But um, people are starting to rally around us though. So uh, we have Big Rob is gonna sing Luther for us. Where Big Rob at? Yeah, Big Rob in the building. So, and then Nana, we're going to ask you. Nana, we want to ask you you do spoken word for sure. Nana, yeah. Yes. You know, um, uh, we got, uh, well, so the idea, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so we had to figure this out, y'all. And that's why we are forming this planning committee. So we want to spend some time together, like coming up with these ideas because once um, I figure, like, we have a deadline where we had this had this committee form and like have our shit together and then go out and get the money, right? Yeah. So uh, because like the event is gonna be a pretty big event, like uh, in honor of women and girls, daughters, mothers, wives, 
everybody that, that supports uh, sisters, you know, that's aunties, grandmamas. Um, and it's going to be a pretty big event in, like, this ballroom. And we're going to, um, like, like roll out the red carpet for the women. But the thing is, it's also going to be a merch line, right? Because we have this merchandise. So we're talking about a fashion show. Nobody's going to be wearing nothing but our stuff. Right. Because because we still haven't got money to do the work that we're trying to do. So we got to do these fundraisers. Right. Now, now, once we talk to some of these people that been doing it for a while, we're going to be getting grants and then we still going to be doing this stuff. But we're going to do it for free right now. We're going to charge twenty dollars to get in. Like like I'm letting everybody know up, up front. It's a fundraiser because everything that you see uh, about returning citizen is coming. The money coming from somewhere. <laughs> Thank God for, you know. Yeah, Miss Gaines and Capital Gaines over there, though, y'all. Or <laughs> we, we wouldn't be in the building. I just slid the, you know, anyway, I don't give up too much game. But yeah, so we got a sponsor. <laughs> that's great. We got a couple of meetings uh, this week. By Saturday, by Saturday, guys, guys and ladies, I want to be able to form this committee and then, like, we do it. Um, I kind of want to have a lot of women on the committee because we want to be uh, honoring women. But men are definitely welcome. We got, uh, we got roles, too. But but y'all, this is gonna be awesome. And then you gotta think, March is Women's uh, History Month. April, April or June, April or June is Second Chance Month. So what I'm saying is that we're gonna do this thing, like like we raise the funds on the first one. We don't have to ask nobody for no money no more. We can do our next one, and on and on and on. Because one of the things about us is that we. Uh, like the podcast started because of the pandemic and we wasn't able to get out in the, in the public like we were, you know, giving our public events, building community, meeting people, sharing our information and then hearing back some of the stories. So now the pandemic is kind of subsiding, we hope. And that's what, um, so we're going to get back out, out here into it. So I'm just giving you all an update that, man, somebody believe in us enough to where they can come um, be a collaborator with us, y'all. Yes. That's, that's good. good news. Good <clears throat> I want to... Yeah. Uh, I want to piggyback on what Kurt said, basically what he said about um, don't let the government dictate you or whatever. You so right, Kurt, because, you know, I I waited I waited to get on Section 8 12 years when I got on it. I had started working. I wasn't working at first for a couple of months. I started working and then 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 people kicked me out basically what they were saying either you keep section eight or you keep your job i got I, I kept my job i'm not gonna be no that's not gonna define who i am because right. of housing you know what i'm saying even though it would have been a great it would have been wonderful for me but I'm, I'm i'm you know i kept my job and so some I'm, people I'm it's a crutch it crippled them i'm paying regular rent which <laughs> It's a struggle, but I'd rather do that than to be a victim of their of uh, housing authority. Yeah, that's good, Donna. I always tell people, like, I take it here. I always talk talk about how how the government, right? How how getting that getting that subsidy or getting that um, thing from the government or that that system sometimes it turns into a poor hustler. Right. Sometimes that thousand dollars a month. Say for example, you get you don't got no money coming in. Somebody say, "I'm give you fifteen hundred dollars a month." Like, right. Yeah, that's good. But if you add that up over a year, what? Bam! That's less than twenty thousand dollars a year. I think you're worth more than twenty thousand dollars a year if you just get up and go get it. Yeah. Never got it. Like, cause, cause 
Because we never think about it like that. We think about this check. I never got the mentality of the whole welfare and accepting free money because it's it's not free money. You're paying a price because you're stifling your growth. Yeah. You don't even know what you can make if you just keep waiting on them to get the check. Because, I mean, I'm like, with her, with her feedback, the feedback on conversation, family members like that. And I just couldn't get that type of mentality. But I will tell y'all, I am guilty of being a Section 8 victim. When I was getting that Section 8, I told her, my wife, she better not never get off. <laughs> it made me do something. And then she told me, no, we gonna get off. And then I had to respect that more because that was the growth. That was the growth. They ain't paying on it. The hell we ain't. <laughs> you know, I have multiple family members on on Section Eight. It's just a step it's a crutch. You know, it's a crutch. Though, but it. some people, some people, it's a crutch, and it cripples them because they become dependent. And exactly. there's no, there's no in between of the, like the crossover. Like I have multiple family members that are just dependent, and they're stuck there, and they can't move past that place. I mean, us here, we're all motivated but there's a lot of people who aren't they just it's, it's it could be crippling yeah it's a stepping stone though that's all it is you get it and you if you can you get off of it i'm not saying it's for everybody but you know like andrea said be motivated don't don't get stuck on there don't it's, it's just a stepping stone yeah and somebody had don't talked about um but one thing I do want to tell you, you can save up for things when you're in those situations, but you have to have it set up correctly as a trust. They have certain type of trust you can ask for. Like if you're on SSI, that they can't use it against you. Um, like if you want to save for a car. So you would have to actually find out what type of trust you have to have set up. So they, a lot of us don't know about it, but a lot of white people do that beyond Social Security and living in low income housing and stuff like that. But we always get kicked off. Or right, graduated because <laughs> we got a job, but we're still struggling, you know. So, uh, just wanted to put that out there. Oh, okay, Ricky. Okay, Thank good. Okay, so well, y'all told, yeah, man, y'all, this, 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 this thing happened so fast. Like, I don't even know what the time is. We got so much more stuff to talk about. I feel like, you know, I ain't hear from y'all yet. You know, what's going on with y'all? Y'all did a quick un- intro, you. but shit, what's really going on? So, uh, yeah, I mean, any last words, any closing statements um, anybody want to make? But I really, I really enjoyed Mr. Palmer. Um, it was so Wait a minute, nice. you do it like me. Hold on. You thought Perkins. I mean, Perkins. I call him Palmer, too. Why are we doing that? You got me calling him Mr. Palmer. Hey, y'all. I know the lady that had to check you on her name in five minutes ain't talking to give somebody a name wrong. Go ahead, Nina. Go ahead. I, oh. tell me. I really enjoyed that. Like I said, I'm thinking this is gonna be a boring, boring conversation. But I was all in the first when he first started talking. It was so simple. Nina, what we can on. do, what we can do, is so simple. And I'm gonna really put discipline in. You know, trying to save because I don't never save shit. I just wanted to introduce my my friend who just fresh out. I've been knowing her 20 plus years and she just wanted to introduce herself, but she's going to be on here next week. Go ahead, Dana. Okay. Right. It looked like I see her, but it looked like her audio is not connected. Tell her uh, 
probably can, she can go off and come back on and connect her audio. But like I say, we out of time right now. So, uh, Dana, if you can hear us, you are so welcome. We we great to have you. Welcome home. Uh, we heard a little bit about you from Nina, but uh, you know, I think we're out of time right now. Yes, sir. <laughs> Oh my gosh, y'all. Thank Save you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank that channel. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next, next week. week. Next All week, right. we're talking right. about creating a switchboard. A Bring any information you have about resources in the community. In yeah. any Bye, community Danny. that you connected to, because we may have people that's in those areas and that they need to connect to those resources. All right. Thank y'all. All right. God see bless y'all next week. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye Esmeralda. Bye. Take care. Bye. Take care. This podcast is being brought to you by Capital Gains LLC, where we make publishing a reality. Now back to a conversation with returning citizens.